ICA Gear has outfitted over 10,000 bow hunters across the country, and we're continuing to raise the bar when it comes to bow hunting camo. New for the 23 season, we introduce our never-before-seen panel fabric system designed to be dead quiet along with our patent-pending bow hunting collar, Osseo Gear. Features and function built for bow hunters by bow hunters. Learn more at asiogear.com. Welcome to Bear Bow Hunter Podcast with your host, Nate Bailey, where we look to the ancient paths of our hunting ancestors to guide our future, where woodsmanship and hard work outweigh advanced shooting devices, where we value those who have gone before us and welcome those who are yet to come. Join us as we exchange valuable insight about the Bear Bow Hunter's lifestyle. the life outdoors podcast and i gotta make a little confession to you guys i really haven't been checking um all the reviews on itunes and stitcher and i just the other day jumped over there and i saw that you guys have been leaving some five-star reviews and we'd really like to thank you um it helps us get our message out in front of more people the more that you guys interact with our content like it uh comment on it or review it um, the more that these platforms, YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, Facebook, all of them, the more that these platforms will put it out in front of people. So we really, we really thank you for doing that. Um, another thing, too, is we also thank you for supporting us with our um, online stores. We have one at barebowhunter.com and thelifeoutdoors.com, and that's with a Z on the end, thelifeoutdoors.com. And you guys have been going over there and, and purchasing hats, and and we try to keep them something that you'd want to wear that's you know good out in the woods and stuff that you like. And we also have brought on a new soap that's called Backcountry Bar, and it's a totally organic soap. Even the coloration of it is brought by spinach. We use spinach to make it green, and then we use um, carbon to make it black. So even that's organic. And it's biodegradable. Of course, you don't want to overload any stream system with oils because soap is made of oils. But um, at the same time, it it, do, it biodegrades back down to uh, single molecules. So it's it's a good uh, biodegradable soap that you can use anywhere. Um, I use it in the showers here. And um, please, though, if you guys do order, sometimes we are in between batches and it has to cure for a little bit. So if you guys have ordered some and you're waiting on it, it's coming. But um, we just want to bring these things to your attention because these are the things that keeps the life outdoors and barebow hunters uh, going. If it wasn't for this, um, there's a lot of expense involved in doing this. Um, if it wasn't for those things, we would we would not be able to do it as well as we do. Um, and to move forward, we actually need to probably get some more capital and, and move some things forward and do some of those things if we're going to push this any further than it is already. We're already taking a lot out of our pockets, but it's a it's something that we believe in. All of our messaging that we have been giving out or been been um, advancing is all stuff that we believe in, and that's the biggest reason that we're doing this is we want to uh, speak life into and through the outdoors, and we we believe that you know doing that through traditional archery through. Um, our Sunday messages and also through just our hunts and, and watching us interact with each other. 
we believe that that is kind of bringing life and bringing reality to you guys and helping you guys. A lot of what we're trying to do is help you guys get out there and experience the same stuff we are because it was huge in our life and it was huge. Me raising three boys. It was huge when there were times when we couldn't get along we could get along if we went hunting. That was our bridge to get back together. That was our bridge to communicate. And uh, we know how deep this is. So that's why we brought this together, is to speak life, to bring life, and to show reality through the outdoors. So um, just wanted to jump on here and thank you for that. And then also let you guys know that you could help support us by going over there and, and getting the, the hats and the stuff that we put on the website. Now, without further ado, this is a um, uh, interview that Born and Raised Outdoors, Trent Fisher from Born and Raised Outdoors did with us, and I think you guys will enjoy it. Sit back and listen. You're going to peer into some of our younger lives uh, with Gage and I. You're going to hear a little bit about how we, how he started hunting for sure. So, hope you enjoy. Uh, tonight finds us around a propane fireplace. And um, we're in the middle of the western United States looking for bears. Yes. In the coastal region. Anyway, uh, it's kind of a special podcast for me because I got two people here that I actually really, really enjoy spending time out in the woods with. And um, just just getting to know these guys have been has been a real, real blessing to me. So anyway, it's the it's the life outdoors. Well, hello. Thank how you. Many how many times have you changed the name? What, what, what was it? Um, <laughs> Cascade Hunter, the first time. Cascade Hunter, Southern, Southern Oregon, Oregon Outdoors, outdoors and, and the then we ended up with the Life Outdoors. And it's, it's stuck. Yeah. I like the Life Outdoors. The Life Outdoors, outdoors and, is and, it. You know, and we do barebow hunter stuff, too, and it's hard because I got there's guys that like that, you mm-hmm. know, and, and so they know me by the barebow hunter. But I'd like to all make it the Life Outdoors because you're not supposed to do that, right? I, I have no idea about branding. I, I have know. no idea about <laughs> trying to figure out the best way. I have no clue. But, yeah. um, no, the life outdoors, and I, I kind of want to get into that a little bit more. But let's just talk about exactly where we're at and what we're doing. Um, right yeah. now I'm blinding you with my lights. Yeah, it's it's a headlamp <laughs> wars right now. But, <laughs> but no, we, um, yeah, I, I wanted you guys to come down. I've been talking to Nate. This is Nate and Gage. Um, who we have on the podcast with me, and um, anyway, I've been I've been wanting you guys to come down and and hunt some bears. Man, this year uh, Southwest Spring Bear Tag was not easy to draw. For no, one. you saw me whining all about it. I didn't get mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you probably saw that. Yeah. So Gage has got a tag. And I got mine. Just yeah. by the way, he Gage. knows people. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he must know people up in the upper echelon of ODF and W. <laughs> But um, anyway, and so you, yeah, Gage has got a tag, come down here, and um, it's it just been, yeah, I just I just said, guys, come on down, let's let's do this, and you guys are here now. Yeah, and we thank you, man. It's, no, it's no, really no. cool. Um, some of the stuff that you have to hunt here is really, really neat. It's, it's neat country. It is. It's neat country. It's terrible. I don't know, man, it, it's pretty cool. I... It's is crazy. It? It, well, it, it's just, it's it's crazy how different the train can be for just two hours of driving. Yeah, so we only live two hours away from you. So, so I've said this about Oregon since forever since we started everything about born and raised. Since I actually got to go check out mm-hmm. different different places and different states, even. But Oregon is the most diverse state I think in 
in the western United States. Mm -hmm. We can hunt rainforest. We can hunt desert. We can hunt cascades. Yeah. We can hunt. I mean, there's so many things, especially even down where you guys are at. You know, yeah. Down by I mean, Medford. just just there, it's so it's so different. You know, you totally. you can hunt the oaks, and then you go up and you hunt the pines, and and we do that like second season blacktails. It's all you oaks. can hunt all mm -hmm. sorts of different ground. You know, crazy. It's it is. And two, like we were talking today, like the blacktails here on the coast coast where we live are totally different animals than down where than you guys live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the pinch, the pinch legs. Oh, we yeah, just we just oh, no, we just everybody's ears went forward. It's um, a keyword. Yeah. No, no, you're right. It's it, they seem almost different animals. In a, well, in a different. I will say blacktails are blacktails. They're the hardest. Right, right, right. I will say that's one of the hardest animals to kill consistently, I would say. Oh, A good blacktail is the hardest animal to kill consistently. I would, yeah. But at the same time, where you guys live, they grow them a little bit bigger. Yeah. They just do. They're I mean, big. They are. They're, they're horns. Mm -hmm. You know, the, their horns are, I mean, considerably larger, I would, I would say. I, I get to see a lot of them. I don't get to kill a lot of them, but I get to see a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and they are. Uh, and I, they are a bigger deer as far as the antlers are concerned. Um, some people say that's because there's some, you know, there's some mule deer mixed in there. And I, I, I'm not one. I don't know. I do know that they are nice and big. Yeah. And and you're not complaining. No, nope. not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Um, and I will say that they're like ghosts in the woods. And I will say that they they've eluded me. A big blacktail, you know, I've killed a lot of little guys, but a big blacktail, I have not got a good quality blacktail. Hey, I finally got one. Did you find are, a tick? Oh, I got a tick. We got All right ticks. On. All right. That's the, That's the, I had one, Nate had three. three. Had three. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So let's, let's do some math. How many is that? That's yeah. five. That's five. That's five. That's five. That's five. That's I have a tentless, I have, a, you know. A floorless tent that I'm going to be sleeping in. <laughs> I'm a little worried about this. Math wasn't a really good. <laughs> we got our education trip. Yeah, That's all we, we care. We got it. So, yeah, there's a lot of ticks around, and it is what it is. They don't eat much. So <laughs> That's what you keep telling me. It's, I keep it's, telling you. They it's don't not the eat, eat much stuff that bothers me. Yeah. It's kind of, you know. They don't eat much. You're going to be just fine. Um, so I, I just want to dig in a little bit um, as far as, you know, we, you know, we've established who, who we're all with and everything and the life outdoors. So um, you guys have seen me pray a lot of times before hunts. You've seen me, uh, you know, reference, reference the Bible or reference God or, or something like that in the past. And I don't try to push it. I don't try to go over over and above as far as you know christianity or anything of my beliefs and everything i just i just want to tell i guess the story and i don't want to be fake i just want to you know be myself i guess and so what drew me a lot to what you guys are doing is the life outdoors um what what it, i guess what is your vision with what you're doing now yeah you know it's kind of funny because um i've had people commenting on like our videos we run, we have a youtube channel um it's a lot of fun we like to do it but i had a guy actually comment on what we were doing on the youtube channel and he's like man you know i've seen too many people being religious on mm. youtube yeah. right and, yeah. and especially in the hunting community and i'm like i'm like well I, hopefully you're not seeing that on our channel mm -hmm. um, right we're, we're what we really do is uh, you know we live in a pretty chaotic world 
Um, I, I don't know that we talk about 2020 and that kind of stuff, but it's always been chaotic. And uh, yeah. so what we try to do is we just, we believe that um, what we're bringing into the outdoor community is God himself is, we're trying to pr- promote exactly what he looks like to um, outdoor enthusiasts. Mm. And um, we want to do it in, in a real way. But anyhow, this guy, he, he was really kind of on me about it, you know. And I was like, well, here's the deal. You know, you come to my channel to watch something that's really authentic and really real. We, we try to put that out. And I couldn't be that if I didn't say stuff about what the Lord. Yeah. And, um, and, and the last thing that we want to portray is any kind of religious idea of that. We just want to follow the Lord, and it's a part of us, so that's who we are. And that doesn't uh, spread uh, a religious connotation at all. I think if you guys have seen our videos, you could agree that we try not to be that way. <laughs> right. And sometimes right. it happens. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But oh, yeah. that's what we do. Um, so what we want to do is we want to help people. Basically is what we want to do is we want to help people who maybe are having a hard time or having um, some kind of things that they, they, maybe they've gone to a church before and, and they weren't treated completely well or they have an idea about what God is about. And uh, we, quite honestly, uh, we are who we are. And we just try to portray that. And we believe that the Lord made us who we are. And that's being a hunter, being somebody who actually loves to... Uh, um, laugh, <laughs> laugh and recreate, uh, recreate right, right. and be around other people. And yeah. those people don't yeah. even have to be, um, somebody that believes the same thing we do. Right. Um, but at the same time, we feel like we're, that's what we've been called to do. And that's, that's awesome. so that's what we do. That's um, awesome. Yeah. We just are playing, just trying to be who we are. And, uh, <laughs> It's not a bad thing. It, yeah, and it's 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 really it's not a good thing either. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends on if you ask my wife or not. But oh, yeah. Um, yeah. no, so that's what we're trying to do with the life outdoors. Is actually um, our our kind of our motto is is to bring life into and through that door. So what we mean by that's that cool. is to bring life into is is to speak to that door community and say, hey, look, you know, there's a reason you come out and do this stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it's it's a spiritual thing. It really is. And then use the outdoors to bring it to the rest of the world and say, hey, look, you know, when you actually commune with outdoors, you're doing something completely bigger and something different than just being um, your own little self on this world. I would totally agree. You just look at the stars, man. All you got to do is look at the stars and, and you go, you know, I am not the center of the universe. No, no, no. My YouTube channel is not that awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as good as it is. Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm just I saying. Think, I'm just saying. Go ahead. I, I think it, uh, as a hunter, you know that though. Just, just the clear cuts we went to today. You see that, and just, man, I'm a small dude. Right. There's a lot of country out there. Well, and but I'm an active participant in, in, in too, it because yep. you're we're but, in it. Well, and you're you're the person who is taking care of it as well mm-hmm. just just like trent some of those clear cuts you cut yeah yeah no and, and it, it takes i think you know i go back to the same places that i cut maybe 
and I just go like, okay, guys, this should be about the right growth, you know, or something of that nature. And then it takes it honestly. And that's, I think that's what podcasts are. Uh, that's what positive social media is. That's what, um, that kind of nature as far as like Nate, it took Nate like today saying, man, you have no idea how cool that is to have cut something and what, however you believe on cutting timber and, and cutting trees and everything for the, you know, for a renewable resources, however you feel on that. Or whatever, habitat. You yeah, know? whatever your stance is on that. But right. at the same time and going, wow. And then after that, we cut that. It was actually just integrated with life, honestly, with wildlife. Right. And then you harvested something to feed your family from that unit that you cut or whatever, you know, that may be. It's just like, and, and like when, when we were walking out today of, of a spot that we went to and, and Nate was just like, man, he goes, that is really, really cool that, you know, you guys have actually taken game off of stuff that you've had, um, uh, pretty much an intimate interaction with in the past. And it's just like, I've, I've thought about it. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've thought about it. Like, wow, guys, we're going to a spot that I actually cut. I've been to numerous times every single day. And, and it goes down to honestly, I mean, honestly, you know, cutting trees is dangerous, risking my life yeah. to cut. And it's not about, you know, as, as far as that, I'm not going to take it that far, but at the same time, it's like, and going out there and then in the end, <laughs> the, um, you, you kill something and harvest something, kill something, whatever, however you want to say that. And then feeding your family. Right. With that. Is, is, is that too crazy to... No, not at isn't all. That, isn't that... It's it, a full circle. Is what it, it, is. it is. It's a full circle, but at the same time, it's like a little different, right? <laughs> yeah. Well... A little different. You, so, put it in another perspective, and I, I don't know if... Okay, I get kind of weird when I think about this stuff, but... This should be good. Uh, um, put it in another perspective. You opened up the canopy... Allowed growth for smaller trees to to grow up and be in that canopy, and also allowed for the grass that the bears eat. And then you shoot that bear, and then you eat it. Yeah. And Lion King. It, it is. It, there's a lot to that, but there's Circle something molecular that happens. Okay, now I'm getting kind of weird, but there's something molecular that happens to that. You're actually you created that whole cycle that is coming giving back to you. And you, that's life, man. I no, mean, if, it's, if you really think about it, that's a big deal. It, no, it's it's really cool to think about in the end, and I think it's something that we, I think, as outdoors men, sportsmen, whatever you want to call it, that you know we overlook a little bit. Yeah. At time, I think we take for granted a little bit of what goes in, possibly, to making that harvest, whatever you want to call it, kill, whatever you want to call it, um, on your table. Yeah. Uh, you know, quite honestly, I think that's one of the big reasons I still hunt a lot is when I eat elk, then it gives me a whole nother appreciation for the hamburger that I get at Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know what it took to get there. And, um, and when I eat the elk that I've, I've shot and we've packed out and every time that you take a bite of elk and, and I think the whole bro idea of this is the same is you just, you go back to that time that you actually shot that elk. Yeah. And it's an honest thing because we love elk. Oh, man. I mean, we saw elk today and we sat there mm-hmm. and we just looked at them. And then we were talking about this one looks really healthy and that looks good. And we like to watch them. 
it's funny because we're hunters that like to sit there and watch elk. It's something yeah. I think of going to your freezer and looking at a package of whatever it may be, burger, it may be steaks, it may be tenderloin, it may be, and seeing that date written yep. on that package that you packaged yourself, yep. if not, I mean, if you had a whatever, whoever packaged it, and seeing that and going, guess what, I'm going to feed my family yep. with, uh, with a cow that I shot last year. Yep. And guess what? And we are going to thrive right. because of this. Right. There's something to be said about that. Right. And the relationship that it took to get that there. You know, that's that's huge. All the things that had to come together. Right. Mm-hmm. You're mean. And, and, yeah. well, and, and all your buddies that helped you get it out. That's what I mean. Yeah. All the things just, that had to come together. That's more than elk. That's more than hunting. I would honestly, agree. I know? would totally, totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that that's exactly, that's what we look at when we're looking at, you know, and we all get it right on YouTube channel. Like, why don't you just leave the animals alone and go to your supermarket? Or why don't you do this and that? Well, because I want to be honest about what I do. It's the same thing with why we put out our Lord. That's why we talk about the Lord on our channels because it's just as honest for us. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not. I'm not going to beat you over the head with it either. That's I don't my whole do thing that. is from what I've done. It's like, and I honestly have been, <laughs> this is, this is, yeah, this is Trent's small little <laughs> anxiety world as far as I've been honestly offered to speak at churches and stuff just because of, you know, just praying a couple different times, right? you know, on, and I'm, I, I would love to one of these days, I'd love to try to try to do that. But I just, as far as, you know, me personally, I, I, I'm not there yet. Yeah. It's not there yeah, yet. Yeah, I hear you. And so it's tough for me, like to see you, Nate, like, uh, on your film, on your film tours that you, right. that you do. It's pretty impressive for me to see that just because I'm, I can I can do this podcast because mm-hmm. there's no one in front of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can right. do that. I'm the, I'm the right. same way. I can way. do that, you know. Yeah, but Dad's I guess got a talent, and God gives he's you that. Got, he's got a talent, yep. yeah. Nate, you have a really, really God-given talent. And But if I can do a small part at just, you know, a lot of, you know, what I do and everything, it's, and I know where it comes from. And yeah, yeah. It, I, think that's, I think that's something. Oh, it is exactly something. That's exactly what we need to think about. Uh, you know, quite honestly... Sometimes I think that the way that we affect people is the way that we live more than what mm. we say. And I mean, totally honestly. And that's why when I had a guy that's, and it's funny because the conversation went this way and then we took it off of YouTube because he did it out of respect for me. He didn't want to continue the conversation on YouTube because he didn't want to negatively say anything. Which I, I respected. I thought that was great. But he was calling me out about putting so much religion in, or oh, whatever you want to call it into my, into my videos. And then he started um, texting me. And finally he said, at the end of the text, he says, hey, do you mind an atheist watching your stuff? And I'm like, no. Absolutely the, not. We make it for everybody. Absolutely. And, and we would love to have you watch it. And yeah. matter of fact, the fact that you like our stuff means something. So you should really think about why you like our stuff. Mm. Interesting. And and I'll I'll tell you, basically the biggest thing is about it is because that's who we are. Yeah. So if I'm going to be authentic, I I don't want to put on anything that direction either, but I don't also want to put on anything the other direction. I am who I am. and, And I try to stay that way. I mean, of course we all, we all try to protect things at times and things like that. I, I get that, but uh, I 
honesty is something that, especially nowadays, we we really have to live off of. And I think that's a, a good thing for people to try to see us. And that's, I, th- I think that's why we love bro. That's why we love the born and raised outdoors. One of the biggest compliments that you've ever given me was just before we started this podcast when you said, people ask you, well, what is Trent like? And I've never, ever thought about people ever asking. Oh, they ask me that all the time. Ever. And um, you said he is exactly what he is. On TV. Really, really. On YouTube. Really. That that really, it felt felt good because it was just like, I do not want to be anybody that I'm not. I never want to be anybody that I'm not. And... And it's just, it's just what I am and who I am. And I think, man, I think a lot of people um, today, and I don't want to go down a giant rabbit hole of social media. Oh, or yeah. I don't want to do that. But at the same time, it's just like, I think a lot of people, you know, they try, you know, don't try to be anybody you're not. No. Try, to, try to figure out who you are and then, and then build on that and then and embrace that. Right. And, and even in like the hunting world, especially with what you guys do, you know, um, the pressure's always to get bigger and better. And the thing that I like about born and raised, it just like you're talking about the Jakes, right? You shot Jake turkeys. Oh yeah. And, I am and, not afraid to shoot a exactly. small bearded animal. <laughs> me neither, man. And, and so here's the deal about that is that is what brings me to born and raised outdoors right there is the fact that, you know what? I'm going to get jacked up over a Jake. <laughs> and that's awesome. We should all think Which that Which most people do. Most so, people do. Yeah. They just, for some reason. They don't want to talk about they it. They don't want to see it. So to take this, oh man, I'm <laughs> going to catch some flack for this. To take this turkey hunting back to elk hunting mm-hmm. is, is, you know what, I'm going to shoot every opportunistic, you know, bull yeah. that I have. But there is a time that I'm going to kill a well it hasn't happened a big one i'm just saying it's gonna happen at some point you're gonna kill a big one that's not a problem either no and and you're gonna be thrown into that category yeah i know you're a big bull Uh, killer you know you gotta mm -hmm. you know it's just like no i'm gonna i'm going to you know shoot anything opportunistic gauge this last year talk to me about this last you know when you when you feel like we were talking about this before the podcast started and we said okay stop it we need to we, we need to we need to have mics we on need here. to mic yeah. up <laughs> yeah talk to me about being a bull killer i am now finally <laughs> right you are finally You're right you are <laughs> finally yeah well i mean my elk my elk hunting started all the way back before i was even 12 before you can even shoot elk I, right I, i've been hunting with dad dad used to put me on his shoulders and we'd go elk hunting that's so cool so I wasn't a really serious elk hunter until we started bow hunting, and that was until I started bow hunting. And that was six, seven years ago. And we have a picture of you at 2013, and you really weren't into it. Then. I wasn't. Yeah, it didn't get until that that first bull yeah. was called in. But from there, man, I dad's called in. I don't know how many. I can't count how many bulls dad has called in for me, and it's been a it's been a struggle. You know, taking time off work changing jobs and doing all that sure. and life having a having a baby right right before season and then taking a week off and saying hey honey this is part of my life i have to do this she's awesome though <laughs> she is awesome yeah. but it, you know those kind of things or not having enough money to take a week off yeah. you know it's yeah. those mm-hmm. kind of things that i am an elk hunter that'll never change yeah. so all these years not shooting one is it was getting to the point where, like it's got to happen 
it, one of these days it's just got to happen. And I, they, not not last year, but the year before, we called in, I I think, eight bulls. And three of those were called in to me. And none of them, none of them were killed. We're not counting those. Nah, we're not. We're not okay, no, no. The only no, one I count is that one. That that one I should have shot yeah. ten times over. Actually, tenfold. It is what it is. But it is. at the same time, it was like this year I, I went into it and it was like I'm going to shoot the first legal elk that comes into me. And what do you know? It's this little teeny spike that came into me, <laughs> and I smoked him. Oh, you did. You shot him good. Uh-huh. And, right. and I am totally proud of it. Yeah. And that is the only animal i've killed that's not on the wall but at the same time that is the most that's the only animal i've killed that i've cried about yeah so all those years boiling up to to kill an elk it's it's a big deal it's a very big deal to put this time and effort into it and finally succeed we have to step back just a little bit too so you guys don't know the backstory he didn't go into the backstory of this Love this. I don't have to do nothing. Yeah, go ahead, guys. Here's a go ahead. story here. Go ahead. His head older head. brother just kind of jumps into killing elk or killing anything. Aaron, well, at the time, I was too young to not be with you. So, so right, in Oregon, right, right. I, in Oregon, I think you have to be 14 right. before you can't hunt with right. Your you were like 13. Guardian. Yeah, and I, I, so I had to be with dad to push to elk hunt to rifle hunt where we were hunting. You have to push elk, and so I had to stay with dad, and so Aaron my oldest brother gets to go up on top of the knob and sit there and wait for the elk to be pushed to him. So Aaron did get to shoot a lot of elk before I did. <laughs> so we pushed it. So there's that. Yeah. We were walking through there. We're rifle hunting. That's we're rifle hunting. Yeah. And they okay. had, they had the youth tags and okay. uh, we were walking and we were pushing through and his younger brother was with us too, who had a BB gun full of BBs that were sloshing around. And we walked into the elk. We got right in the middle of them. But with that BB gun, it was, and his younger brother was five years younger than he was, so he was probably 13, so that would make him seven. Mm-hmm. And he was sloshing BBs around, and Gage was trying to keep him quiet, like bigger brothers do. Old school. This isn't the first time that his younger brother messed it up, uh-huh. or this is the, the second, second time. time. Yeah. Yep. Anyhow, so we're pushing these elk through, and we know where they're going to come out. You know, once we push them, they're going right. to go up. Well, those elk left, and... Gage was pretty upset. He was like, man, oh, man, you know, we're right in here. Why do I always have to push with you, Dad? You know, because... When's this going to happen? Exactly. Right? And so it got pushed up, and his older brother was probably sleeping by the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No one Aaron. Or or just daydreaming. Mm -hmm. And and that cow came by him, and Aaron killed it. and, And so that was the way it was. And so Gage had to live with this. Like that, that happened to him like two or three years. Oh, and my brothers didn't rub it in at all. Never no. mentioned, no. Never mentioned no. it once. Nope. No, no, no. Both my brothers once. killed Still. a deer in and out before I did. Yeah. Never mentioned it once. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that's his elk experience, and you know, and and then he went in. We went in down, in, and you called it. You said this is where we're going tomorrow because yep. it was your shot. Yep. And uh, I was like, uh, well, I even that video. So, and and what actually happened is. I've watched some born and raised videos and Trent has actually taught me this is when you're not an elk, get out of there. Yeah. That's true. And that, move and move. Yeah. And that's what we had to do. And that, and so I made the call to go somewhere else where we knew, we knew we went in there the year before and yeah, there was a lot of elk, elk in there. there. It's just a deep hole. And it, yeah, it was just a pain in the butt to get in yeah. there. But I, I made the call and that's sometimes what you got to do. Yeah. So, yeah. and it worked out. And, and that's quite honestly between my son, my older son, Aaron, killing that 
he's 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 just done some. It's almost like it comes easy to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's those guys. There's yeah, those guys. Yeah, there is. Guys. It drives me nuts sometimes. Oh, it yeah. drives him nuts completely. There's those guys. Mm-hmm. But between that and um, and and Gage shooting this this elk, this spike that he killed was probably one of the best. I, I don't know. It, that that made that's made my hunting career. I could probably quit elk hunting um, after that. Just because that's how big it is. It was me. a day. Hang yeah, it up. was a day. Yep. Uh, hang it up. Seriously, yep. I could hang it up and just be fine with it. Yeah. But the th- that's the thing is the elk hunter mentality is like next year's getting. I'm gonna go in there and get another one next year. Yeah. Well, and so that just. I mean, I think that feeds that fire. Right? It does. It does. I it does. mean, it feeds that fire. Well, and and the, and the whole the whole way that worked, you know, because we called that we cow called that bull right down through to him. And he had to make some moves to actually kill that elk. And you'll see it in the video. He, he actually had to, he made it happen. Which is, we were talking about that before, right? There's times when you just got to make it happen. You are an elk hunter or you're going to be an elk killer? Or, or just, you know, a, a wildlife watcher. Or, well, <laughs> well, that's an elk hunter. Yeah. That's an elk hunter. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, there's that small step, I think, between yep. being an elk hunter and just being an elk killer. And we talked about this, you know, before we fired up the podcast. It was just like, okay, we need to get the, we need to get some mics on. We need to get some mics yeah. on. Yeah. So it, it is. It's just like people, you know, man, if you would have taken that one more step, how many times yeah. have you heard that? How many well, times I, I right? said it before the podcast. I think you just said it. Okay. Wow, we shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> but it, and it's just like, you know, if that branch wouldn't have been in the way, man, it would have been that easiest. Well, then duck down and shoot that elk. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or Step or around s- to where that branch yeah, isn't in your way. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it turns out, actually, once you start doing, you know, the killing side of things, it's just like, I made it happen. Yeah. And I'm not talking about myself by any means, but I'm just saying like, that's the, the mindset. story. Yeah, the yeah. mindset of okay, I've watched my brother Trevor. He has done some ninja stuff. I'm not even <laughs> rolled like rolled over 360. There was there's been some pirouettes. Mm-hmm. I think that's a real thing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, where he's just like come up, you know, off his knees and just flung an arrow <laughs> and, and killed an elk and. Um, yeah, it's it's that making it happen, right? It's it's that you know taking advantage of the situation, right? Rather than going, oh, he's not broadside, shoulder forward, twenty eight yards. I got a pin for that. I've already ranged it. You, right. There's a lot of times you cannot. You it just doesn't work. It just it's just not a realistic thing. Yeah, yeah. When did that switch flip for you? Do you, do you remember when that switch flipped? Man, it's been a while ago. I know. <laughs> You've been a killer for a while. No, 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 not at all. No, no, not at all. I've seen your barn, Trent. Don't worry. Yeah, you've seen my barn. You've seen my barn. Yeah, you've seen the videos, but yeah, you guys still have no idea. You haven't, you haven't, you haven't dove deep in the mind of Trent Fisher. But, but I, I, I really think it would help people. But I, I think that's the biggest thing for elk hunting is it that is. switch to flip. You no, know, it is, and it, and it just becomes. Um, There was, man, back in the day, I will be, uh, yeah, totally honest. Um, I was hunting. I got to the point where I honestly, the the, the switch that flipped for me, man, I've never, ever talked about this. This is weird. (laughs) Wow. You guys are, (laughs) you guys are digging deep. Um, Anyway, so it was actually with with a guy that I worked with for a long time. 
his name is Rusty. I'm not going to mention his last name, but um, he, he called elk a lot. And anyway, I, I, I kind of got with him and everything, learned how to call, learned how to cow call and, and bugle a little bit. But what I, what I learned there is I was going to go after any elk that I could. Mm-hmm. I was going to go after a cow because cows were legal in the unit that I hunted at that point. And I was going to go after any elk. I was not wanting to, you know, kill the biggest bull ever. I was not wanting to, I was wanting to kill something legal. Right. And I said, I'm going to go for anything that I can, no matter how deep, how dark, how ever that I saw the elk. And so I learned from that. And that's where I started my whole elk journey, if you will. And I went down in the deepest, darkest holes to try to kill mm-hmm. a cow. Right. To try to kill a cow. Right. That's what I was. That's what I was after. I was after trying to kill an elk. And it turned out being, honestly... The first branch bull that I killed, um, Rusty, it was actually there. And um, anyway, and I shot a five-point bull on state <laughs> ground and <laughs> missed him the first shot. And the bull busted, and I went down, and I, anyway, long story short, and uh, I shot it at 55 yards and uh, and killed the, killed the bull and shot him really, really well. And um, anyway, and that's where I started the journey of, but I, you have no idea how many, I would see a whole group of cows in the bottom of a unit. And you guys know, you oh, guys have we've seen, seen it now. It's over here. <laughs> it's and it was stuff. the bottom of the bottom of Satan's taint, <laughs> yeah. if you will. Yeah. And anyway, and I would run clear down and try to call those elk and try to learn those elk. And that's how I started my whole bow hunting, if you will, or nice. elk, elk, elk calling career. And anyway, and then just learning elk and learning their sounds and stuff like that. And I was, all I was trying to do is just kill an elk, yeah. a cow, yeah. anything, anything right. that I could, anything legal. I was really, really, you know, trying to just try to get close enough to where I could kill anything. And, um, anyway, so yeah. So that's, that's cool. That's the way I, that's, that's the way cool. I started out. Yeah. That's the way I started out. How about you, Gage? Um, so when, when did that, when did that switch flip? That's... I know the day I think. <laughs> so <laughs> the day that switch flipped was that day that that bull, my dad called into me and I stood there. It's on video. It's on video. Uh, amazing video. Actually, it my wife, all over my your, wife videoed that. Your wife that. videoed that whole so, thing. So, and, uh. A little stud that she is. <laughs> little stud. She is. She is. She's a little stud. She's 4'11", she and she with... just goes everywhere with us. Not afraid. Oh, wait. Not she went elk hunting with us. She followed us for 12 miles one day. <laughs> she, Not she didn't. Oh, well, yeah, the thing stud. is, she didn't say anything until we got to that 12-mile mark, and then she whispered to me. She said, my feet are bleeding. Oh, and it was like yeah. we're going back to camp. If I would have known you that, I would have packed me. her back to uh-huh. camp. Yeah. But that was the that was the switch because I got there and I stood there and nothing happened and dad called that bull into me and then I I mean that bull was there for at least 15 minutes as it felt. It was it was probably 5 10 minutes. I don't know how long he actually stood there. Then it took seeing my dad crawling on his hands and knees Trying going to get close to, Trying to kill that elk. <laughs> and I seen that killer mentality in his eyes. He was he was going to kill that elk. Yeah. And it was like, man, I just, my bozo, I just stood there and watched him and just shaking. I bet that arrow was going a mile. mile you know, <laughs> it's just, but that that's what it took. It took that bull come, yeah. coming in. 
and all the work we put in to get that elk in and then me just freeze. Yeah. And that that's what it actually took. And the, well, and thinking that he was going to see you. And, and you could have yeah. walked around the tree and, and put an arrow and, in him. And that, and that, that, that yeah, it's. But it's it, a different thing when you've done, you got to be around mm-hmm. elk to do that. You, you know? have to be there. Yep. I think I think that's the whole thing as far as like my dad too. I've been around a lot of elk and watched him. My, I watched my dad shoot a bunch of them. You know, yeah. And it was just like, but my dad would just be like, "Yeah, there's one yeah. <laughs> done." I'm like, "How does that even? How, how does that even work?" You know, and he didn't, he didn't even shake. No, I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, dad. Oh, your dad's a special dude though. He's the real deal. <laughs> yeah, dad's the real is. deal. Yeah, he can. He can flat shoot animals, and and but he's done it forever, and, right. and I don't know. I think yeah, I'll get him on a podcast and say, "What was your defining moment?" Yeah, <laughs> and that it would, would probably be, be because I, we were hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what that, I mean. It, you know, and that's awesome. I mean, I, I yeah, I'd love to hear that podcast. You but at the same that. time, I think that's a different deal. Like you know, we have all these different, you know of when you know we wanted to just kill something and then it goes back to the whole way back if you want to talk about it and back to maybe there's been a time in your life where you know what the family needs to eat yeah and it's a season that's open yep i don't think you're going to hear about that a lot more yeah you know i think that's a that's a thing of the past i think a little bit and it's just like you know we were yeah we we didn't have elk and so that's I needed to shoot something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's where where I took on as when I started my whole little, if you want to talk journey or whatnot, as far as like, yeah, I want to provide for the family every single year. If I can kill a cow, I can kill a whatever it may be. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, and it's, a, it's a cool feeling. Me and my wife have been married for four years. And you've not and, bought a lot of beef. And we have not. <laughs> the only time I buy beef is on Valentine's Day and I cook yeah. her a nice steak. That's the only time. And that feeling is a That's very, awesome. very good feeling. And to watch my daughter eat I was going to say, now you're bringing and, a daughter into that. And a that. daughter into yeah. it. And it's it, so cool. That It's just a crazy feeling. And then, and it, she is. <laughs> just the feeling. Totally, and having a full freezer. At all. Oh, dude. You're not biased <laughs> at all. You're not biased at all. Grandkids dude. are the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, when, when you have, when your problems are, is like, do I need to buy another freezer? That's when that's you know. That's a good problem to have. That, that's a good problem it's to not have. not terrible. It's not, and terrible. it's a it's a great feeling. And um, my brother just moved back from the army, and his yeah. wife and his his kid lived with us for a little bit. And she bought hamburger. I was like, "You do not need to buy hamburger. There's about <laughs> 300 pounds sitting in that freezer. Do not buy hamburger." That's awesome. You know, and it's just That's that awesome. feeling. It's yeah. like, "Don't worry, I got you." Know that feeling as a man is the best feeling. Like I'm supporting my family. It, That's awesome. It, it's cool. So, yeah. and, and it's not just. I mean, not that beef's not good no but at the same time it's this is like primo mm-hmm. hamburger you know and especially the just the work you put into it you kill right. the elk you clean the elk you process your wife their satisfaction their satisfaction and then satisfaction. me and my wife every year there's that's a bonding experience it's, for it's you either guys. it's either a bear or yeah. a deer or an elk every year we process that that together. wild game together that's cool and she loves it she loves to do it so it, it is a very cool very cool thing in family tradition. It's becoming a family. Tradition. It is. That's it, awesome. Yeah. So we go to his house to eat elk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, or deer I, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I've, I've killed a few Anything. deer here lately, yeah. and Dad's like, "When am I getting backstrap?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah come on over. We'll cook well, you some backstrap." Yeah. No, we need the best prime cuts. Mm-hmm. We need the prime cuts. No. Yeah. So. 
No, and actually, I was talking to Gage here, uh, coming down here, and I was like, man, you know what? You've done, he, he's killed a deer two years in a row, and he's killed that elk, and and now if we could get him a bear, yeah, we'll, we'll fill that freezer back up. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow's Tomorrow. the day. Yeah. It is the day. No. And if it's not, it's going to be the next day. Yeah. It's gonna be any <laughs> there will be a bear down and, and we're super blessed over. to be able to just to go out oh yes for, it's, for it's sure do it and just yeah. to have the fellowship with each other yeah. i think it's uh, there's something to be said about that and i think you can get wrapped up too much and i've noticed myself at times just being like well we, we got to kill something we got to yeah. kill something mm-hmm. we got to kill something yeah. and it's just like hold on there is Let's some just, pressure there. There is some yeah. pressure there, and and having a YouTube channel and having all this social media stuff, I think it it, it, it definitely, definitely puts it on you. It feeds all yeah. that fire, but at the same time, I think and it, it, it just goes back. And I'm going to wrap this. I mean, whole we thing all can't up. be born and raised, you know. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't going there. I wasn't going there, Nate. I wasn't. I know, going but there. I did. <laughs> I know, but I I want to. I'm going to wrap this podcast up, but at the same time, it goes back. Back to the life outdoors of what are we doing why are we doing it look at yourself and maybe just take a step back and just say hey you know what is is there something greater than me is yeah what am i doing you know what, smell the pine needles yeah what's going on here and um it just it, yeah it, it just i don't know it resonates as far as this whole time that we've been together and you know it's it's tomorrow's going to be a new day and what are we getting up for yeah Mm -hmm. what are we getting up for you you know i quite honestly think and and being a grandfather now um it all comes grandfather you're you're dating yourself a little bit oh yeah i love i'm proud to be a grandfather (laughs) um but it comes back to relationship quite honestly what do we really have to take off of this earth? Um, it's not it's not our cool bows, which we love. It's not our good good gear, which we love. Um, it's nope. really the relationships, yeah. and that, quite honestly, is the biggest thing. And I think that's the biggest thing that we learn in the outdoors, and that's what brings life into the outdoors. And so, when we get out and do this, I think it's the relationships of what we do and who we're around. And our relationship to the the nature itself, mm-hmm. and then our relationship to the one who created it, and I, I think that's that's probably the biggest takeaway that we get from the outdoors, is that relationship. Uh, have you ever sat on a ridge by yourself, and and you watched the sun come up, and you're the only one in that perspective that gets to see that. Mm. Nobody else on earth gets to see what you're seeing. That's given to you from a relationship. And that's what the Life Outdoors is trying to show people. That's what we're, that's what we're about. I would totally agree. And to everybody listening to this, don't take that for granted. Yeah, don't take it for granted at all. Uh, especially, especially now, especially when you get grandkids, show that to them. Yeah. And then you guys, everybody that listens to this that goes hunting, and, and there's a lot of groups that hunt together, you know, it is as much as we love to kill elk together. It's not about that. Nope. It's about packing them out together. Nope. It's, it's about a, eating together. It's, it's about, about going and chasing them. It is. It's, it is. And yep. it makes that harvest so much more better. Uh, yeah, it does. Yep. But at the same time, it's just like when you look back on some of the most successful hunts, it's the most <laughs> unsuccessful. Hunt. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 2017. The hunts, it's, the, it's the hunts that didn't pan yeah. out, but at the same time, yeah. we were all in it for the same reason. Yep. And so. I guess that's a good place to leave this. I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening to this. And um, the Life Outdoors, go check them out. I would, I, yeah, I would encourage you to, you know, seek something better than yourself. I would, I would agree. <laughs>